Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and your family to check us out. Connect with us on social media and join the conversation. You can also email us at info at Fused Marriages. All right, Michael, so what are we getting into today? I am excited about today. Okay. So, okay, first of all, let me start off with this. So back in the late 80s, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aging myself a little bit, but back in the late 80s, there was a movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a movie about the Hendersons. Okay. And the Hendersons were going on vacation. Mm-hmm. They were taking a trip. And they ended up running over a Bigfoot. Running over a Bigfoot. Yes. Okay. Not a Bigfoot. You know, some people, you know, my mama, grandma got a big, no, not that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. A Bigfoot, a myth that, you know I mean? We kind of think about, we don't, we don't know if it's real Sasquatch. or not. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. There you go. Uh-huh. That's even better. Yeah. So that leads us into today's topic. Today's okay. topic is about myths in marriages. Sasquatches. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Myths in marriages. Okay. So jump into it. So, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things, right? With with marriages, people have some kind of ideas of what they should and shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. We always wonder. We always kind of, especially if we haven't really been around people that kind of talked about it openly. Right. You All you see is kind of the outside, you know, what's made up and kind of what they present, whether mm-hmm. it's on social media mm-hmm. or whether when you're in their presence, it's just different. Right. Because once you get in it, it gets real. Yeah, for sure. It gets real, real, real. For sure. Real, real. Mm-hmm. No. So, so the first, the first thing I want to talk about is mm-hmm. it's about love, right? Cause when marriage is, is about love mm-hmm. and the idea about marriage and love is like, you think, you know what? I find this perfect partner. Perfect. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, somebody, some people may think it though. Right. Yeah. Okay. They could think that they perfect at least initially. Cause <laughs> it's not, it I don't know one, but that's perfect. That's it. Hey now. Don't let me get started. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know how I should take that. <laughs> but but there's only one issue with that, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea is that people think that real love should never have problems or real love should be easy. Mm-hmm. Is that a myth to you? Is it if, if somebody is deeply in love with somebody, mm-hmm. should that be like an easy road or easy journey in that relationship? Does that kind of equate to that? I don't think that it should be an easy road, but it shouldn't be impossible. Like you shouldn't be fighting every day, mm-hmm. at least in my estimation. If you're fighting all the time about everything, you might want to think about like, okay, let me back back a little bit and see where we really are. And I guess it would also depend on the things that you're arguing about. Are they fundamental to the relationship? Or are they like nitpicky? Are they like little things like, okay, he does laundry once a week and I do laundry three times a week right, or right. I separate my colors like this and he does, he just puts it all in one load or she, or she, you know, I just think that it matters the content of the disagreements and then how far they go. Like if y'all are really at each other's throat about mm-hmm. some minor things, then there might be, sorry to say it, but there might be a maturity factor that's not quite there as you're entering into mm-hmm. this long term long term relationship. Okay. Okay. So you got me. But I okay, I want to say this. It it doesn't mean that it should be easy. So you shouldn't go into 
um, a serious relationship that's heading towards marriage, thinking, oh, this is going to be just beautiful. Every day is going to look like my wedding day because that's not the case. You might have a, a beautiful wedding. And I've heard it said before, especially in premarital, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're planning for the life, not just the wedding, right. for, the, for the life of the marriage, not just that one day. That's good. So I, I think that you oftentimes can run into people that are more concerned about the, the external. How does it look? How do our pictures look? Um, how don't we look like a cute couple? And right. y'all aren't really getting down to some of the nitty gritty fundamental conversations that need to happen prior to marriage so that it can be easier. Because if you okay. have some of those conversations prior to the wedding day, then the marriage itself will be not that it's going to be an easy road, but it's going to be an easier road because you're going to know your partner in a deeper way. I dig that. Yeah, I dig that. I was just getting a little bit deeper into what, what you're saying is that, and I guess cause my perspective of that, I've, I've ran across couples that be like, you know what? They get kind of upset or at least frustrated when them their couple, they're, they're going at it. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I say get to know, but could be in the first years, you know, first right. 18 months, that early stage of right to get to know mm-hmm. somebody. And they're kind of like, why is this person, why are we at it so much? Mm-hmm. And then they think that, at least if I'm witness, and I may have experienced this too on a personal level, it's like, you know, you get the one like, okay, is this person like, are they like really for me? Mm-hmm. You know, these people are done went through that or kind of, have you kind of, you know, seen that happen? Yeah, I think, I think that that's common um, as you're coming together. And again, I want to reiterate there is going to be some friction. Um, mm. I think that that comes with the the concept of iron sharpening iron, but it also comes with the fact that you have two completely different people from completely potentially completely different perspectives coming together to be united in one unit, to be one thing. Um, and when you're trying to become one, there's going to be a little bit, both partners have to give. And sometimes the giving is that, that kind of, you think of tearing away of yourself, you know, like, gosh, this piece of me that's been a piece of me all these years is no longer applicable to my future. And and it might take that other partner to say, okay, this piece right here, we're not going to be able to have for us to be one. And it might be, it's partner to partner. Somebody might come into it with some ideals or some thought processes or some um, perspectives that are not um, beneficial for the unit. And to be a unit, both partners are going to have to be willing to give up some stuff that they might have come into it thinking there's no there's no problem with this thing that I do or this this habit that I have or this perspective that I maintain. Um, So I think that it's really important for both partners to be willing to give up a little bit to get farther down the line. And if you're not, then you don't really have a team. You might as well just stay single. If you don't want to win the game together then you don't want to win. You know, you have to play a single person sport if you just want to be about you. Right. But if you want to have a winning team, then it's going to it's gonna have to be more than just about you. You might have to pass the ball a little bit. You might have to give up a little bit of space, a little bit of freedom, a little bit of, of what you think is right or what you want um, to make it to make it happen. What do you think? No, no, I, I, I dig that. It's just um, I see that, you know, couples – you know, oftentimes, you know, get that get frustrated when they're in that early stage. And it's like, you know, I go back to there's a movie called The Notebook. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, no. right. No, it's, it's a great movie. So I'm pretty I'm sure a lot of our not. audience have seen it. Right. Maybe it's a great movie. But the couple in The Notebook, like mm-hmm. they were at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they were at it at it. 
you would think like, you know what I mean? If you just saw like a clips of it, that you like, man, there ain't no way they're going to be together. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. But it's like, they had to go through that. You know what I mean? The being added with each other in order to kind of like get to that next level where they were, you know, had basically built that trust. Mm-hmm. Because once you've gone through it with somebody, you know, we're not talking anything physical, anything like that, but gone right. through it where, you know what, y'all kind of bumped heads and kind of able to come on the other side of that. I think it ends up building your relationship in a, in a stronger sure. place. Yeah. Because ultimately, ultimately, it forces you to basically have a deeper conversation of what really happened. Mm-hmm. There's no way like to grow out of kind of like, okay, how are we bumping heads on big stuff or small stuff? Mm-hmm. And like, all of a sudden we just wash it under the rug or sweep it under the rug mm-hmm. and like not address it. That takes a certain amount of thoughtfulness to mm-hmm. say like, okay, yeah, like you have to step back and say, okay, we're, we're bumping heads right now. We're like Rams. We're, we're mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's analyze this. And that takes some give up on both people to say, okay, wait a minute, what are what are we arguing about? Because a lot of times what can happen in an argument is you end up not arguing about the thing that you started with, but you argue about the stuff after that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're, there's, there's, we should do one, we should do a session about this, but there is something that happens in a productive disagreement. There is, a, mm-hmm. there is something that can happen. You can have healthy fighting, you know, you can, you can fight fair and fight healthily where you come out of it better. And I right. think that if if we as people are able to fight fair, are able to have these disagreements and have these arguments where we're able to step back and say, okay, what are we really fighting about? How important is this? Why is this important to you? What can we do to make us both win in this situation? Um, then we can make that progress, you know, that you're referencing. Right, because right. like in my thinking, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that you can have the best relationship mm-hmm. without going through it with somebody. Mm. Like if you, if everything is always, you know what I mean? Just rose colored glasses and everything is peaches and cream. How are you going to know whenever you're back against the wall, where they going to be at? Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I want to go through it with somebody, not to the point where, you know what? We had each other. We want to like, okay, I want to kill you or choke you out. This ain't no. the other. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't like, want that either. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't talking about that, but like mm-hmm. going through with, you know what I mean? Some dynamics of life. Like, hey, what does my partner stand at? Are they going to actually, they going to run? Mm. They going to stand there? They going to have my back? You know what I mean? They going to have my back? Are they right. going to like, okay, I ain't got a problem. Okay, we might have a, you know, a moment where you walk away for a second, but you going to like, okay, is that it? You going to like you're going to turn your back on me and that's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be me against the world. And and you go over there and I'm over here. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my thoughts on that. I think it's just, yeah. I mean, people got to grow through it mm-hmm. in order to go through it. You know what I mean? To kind of really yeah. get their, get their level or their love on a, on a different, on a different place. You got to know sometimes your partner's just going to get on your nerves, you know, yeah. like they can be, Oh, he's so fine. She's so sexy, mm-hmm. all that. And they just going to work your nerves. You're going to wake up one morning and be like, what? Right. what is this? <laughs> what did I get myself into? Right. But really processing that. And I think that that comes back to making sure that you married the right person or that you're looking to marry the right person. And there are some key things in that, that, you know, there's some, some prayer involved. There are some confirmations that you're going to need. So you need to let some people in your life. It can't just me be, be like me and my boo and nobody knows who they are. They're secret. Man. I'm hiding secret them out. Secret love. Okay. Uh, right, that. right. Come on now. Next door. We need to Come let on. some people know so that, cause they might see some things that you don't see ahead of time. And I'm not saying that that means that they should determine your relationship for you, mm-hmm. but there are some things like, Hey, I want you to say, Hey, I'd like to take you out to dinner with me and my girlfriend or me and my boyfriend. 
and just kind of let me know what you what you see. Oh yeah, right. they seem they seem all right, but did you notice? Did you notice this? And again, it's just taking into account. There shouldn't be anybody that determines that that's your spouse is you and God. Like nobody else should come along and be like, mm, they ain't right for you. Like, hold on, right, <laughs> hold right, on. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? So I think that that's something that, that, that you have to know ahead of time is that as cute as they are, as smart as they are, as accomplished as they are, as great a dreamer or a visionary, there are going to be days that they're going to get on your nerves. And so yep. you have to have a good, firm, solid foundation. So I think that's one of the myths about marriage. So what do you think about this? Because I've heard this before, that some people get married thinking my spouse is this, oh, my boo thing is going to like meet all of my needs. They're going to, they're just going to make me complete. I'm going to be a complete person now. What you think? I think, I think that's, that's pretty common. I mean, I think us as humans and kind of want to be in relationship with, with, with someone that really is just, that's for us. Mm Mm-hmm. We thinking that, okay, you know what, like myself, like I may know I'm lacking in some areas, even I may not publicly like say it, but I know on my insides and I pretty much try to find a person that maybe can fill those gaps. But is that wrong? Is it wrong to know like, hey, I'm only a 10 in this area and man, this woman right here, she's a 90 in this area. Mm -hmm. Like if we get together, she helps me where I'm weak and I can help her where she's weak. Is, is it, is it really wrong? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about that? Is it wrong? People out there, friends out there, what do you think? Is it wrong to say like, Hey, this person, they fill some of those gaps. Is that something that is a negative? Make sure you contact us, send us email, hit us up on Facebook, our Instagram, let us know info at fusedmarriages.com. But Michael, I want to hear from you. What you, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, 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 that's an excellent question. Um, is if it's wrong or not, and just me thinking about it, thinking it through, it's just like, I don't think it's wrong to like ask for it, but I may be wrong to expect it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like you may, you may have a, a, a need that basically, Hey, you know what? I, I'm hoping that my partner can, you know, I'm messy. I use that as an example. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I want them to make sure, you know what? Hey, they going to make sure everything clean. You know what I mean? Cause I'm, I'm short in that area. I'm falling short. Is that like, I don't know if I want to say okay, some people out there that's I'm, messy. I'm they can't saying, help it. That's what they claim. Well, they, they can. Okay. I don't know if you can claim you don't know that you're messy. Cause I've also heard there's a school of thought. Hey, fix everything about yourself before you get married. Everything. Well, I, I mean, I'm telling you, I've just, I've heard people say, it. I do believe personally, and I'm flexible. This could change. I could hear more information and be like, okay, I can consider that. But I do believe you should be working on yourself when you find your spouse. It shouldn't just be you are on the hunt. You are on the prowl. There's nothing else going on in your life, whether male or female. All you want is to get married. I think that could be dangerous because you could end up idolizing your mate because they found you. And it doesn't have to be a woman or a man. It doesn't matter either way. Okay, I found the perfect woman. You know, she's the one. That's Mm -hmm. all I want. And then you get married and people are human and you start to realize, okay, this perfect mate isn't so perfect. And now I'm I'm ready to back out because that's all I wanted was this perfect mate or I wanted to be found by a man or whatever, however, however you view that. And now I have this guy and I'm worshiping, I'm doing everything that he wants done and I'm not satisfied because that wasn't my whole purpose, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in being here in the world. So I, I just wonder, I wonder how we negotiate the conversations about what do we bring to the table? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people we use the term. You know, we say, you know, how you doing? I'm good. Mm-hmm. But like, what that? What does that mean? You know what I mean? It means different things, different people. What does it mean? I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm going into a relationship, 
And you know what? I want to be in the state in the status of I'm good. And I ain't going to take the credit for this, but I heard a pastor say, you know what, what I'm good means. He said, I means I'm whole, complete, lacking nothing. Okay. Right. So whole, you know what I mean? Just kind of being the, the whole person who, who God has made you to be. I'm complete. You know what I mean? I'm kind of satisfied of my completeness of where at least who I am and where I'm at. And I'm lacking nothing, not saying I don't want nothing, but I'm not lacking anything where I'm, I'm like really wanting somebody else to like hmm. fill a deep void that I may have. Okay. But isn't it possible for a partner to come along and kind of help you in your healing process? Isn't that possible? Like, Hey, you've been broken or you've been wounded. It's not to say that you're not doing your own work, but there comes, comes somebody alongside of you. It's like, man, this person, they're really a great friend. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that every relationship has to evolve out of this like long-term friendship. Not that it shouldn't. Because that's ultimately goals. You get married and you're you get to hang out with your best friend all the yeah. time. But it's also this kind of possibility. I'm wondering what your thoughts are that you could be in you could be in the race and there's somebody that comes along running next to you. Yeah, I, I think there's nothing wrong with the possibility. There's nothing wrong whatsoever. Like, man, you know what? I want this person to help me achieve this that, and the other. But I think I would stop short of that. You know, of saying that I want to hold them accountable of making sure I get to mm-hmm. that other. You know what I mean? I got to move my own boulder. Mm-mm. You know okay. what I mean? We, we listen to that. You know what I mean? Some messages about that, whatever. But like, that's my responsibility to roll my own stone away. Mm. So Ooh-wee. that's just where I'm at. You know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Having like, hey, the desire or this, that, and the other. But when you start holding somebody accountable, even in like a subconscious way, because it may not be publicly spoken that way, but like, okay, you know what? Uh, They're they not helping me do this. And mm. I start holding something against them about that. That may be problematic. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I've also heard this school of thought is like somebody's going to come along and I'm going to get married and then my life is going to make sense. You know, this, this yeah, concept, yeah, yeah, like, what yeah. do you, yeah. what do you think about that? We're going to get together. We're going to become one and everything's going to be made perfect. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, that's, I think that's, we're talking about myths here, you know, myths of marriage and like, you know, somebody coming in and, you know I mean? Basically kind of, basically filling all the gaps and like, okay, you know what? They basically complete my circle. If mm-hmm. you will, as I can use that terminology. And I think that could be an issue. It's like, again, it comes back with me, me saying that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm, I'm dependent on this person to really just make me something that I may not be yet, but can they help me versus make me? I mean, I guess that's the term I would use, right? Can they help me get there versus make me get there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me lean toward like, Hey, maybe they can help me, but it's not their responsibility to make me get there. Right. Right, right. Friends, let me know your thoughts. Do you think that it is possible to get into a relationship and have some brokenness, have some issues that you're still working through and it still be a healthy relationship? Or do you think, you know, have you heard somebody say, hey, this person, they they really complete me. They really make my life um, make sense. Let us know. Hit us up. Info at FusedMarriages.com or hit up any of our social media platforms at Fused Marriages. Okay, so, Michael, here is another kind of thought that I want yours your perspective on from myths about marriage. All right. So you will instantly quote unquote, trust your spouse. You kind of hit on that a little bit earlier, but I'm just curious. Let's, let's kind of dive in there because a lot of us think that you trust your spouse. That's why you get married. I mean, you know, your, your fiance, you're getting married because you trust them. Is it possible to get married and not, really trust is that dangerous to get married and not really trust your spouse is there a fundamental level of trust i mean what do you you think 
So I guess I, mean, I, I, I hear that question in two different ways as you were as you were saying about trust, right? Because trusting your spouse and saying, okay, I trust you to say, you know what, to be honest and be open and we're going to share ideas and thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then there's another part of trust that I hear in that same question about, hey, am I going to basically just be an open book? You know what, we get married, you know, you're going to know everything about me, you know, starting right. week one, month one, year one, mm-hmm. year five, mm-hmm. right? So I think I think trust should be there like from the start. You know what I mean for AC for relationship kind of like to have that foundation mm-hmm. to be there from the start and saying that you know what okay I trust that you're you're okay with going through this journey with me. Okay, so you're talking about there is a foundational there's a foundational trust. Okay. trust right, and then I think there's a part two of that trust where part you two. okay yeah okay. a part two of the trust where we have to like open up to one another in a way that we haven't opened up, open up to anybody else in our life. Mm. And it could be the first time we're actually doing that. If we haven't had a lot of relationships, probably have, you know, close relationships. So that's my thoughts on that. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think I can agree with what you're saying. I, I guess I hadn't thought about trust being part one and part two. I think that's a really, that's a, that's a really good way to look at it. Cause I do think there has to be a foundation of trust as we're going into this. Okay. There are some things that I, some reasonable expectations that I have that, okay, you're not going to do these things. Mm -hmm. You are going to do these things. That's the foundation. I like that. And I do think that you also grow in trust. And I think that comes from something we were talking about earlier. As we're experiencing life together, I can trust you with different parts of me that maybe I didn't even intentionally know I was holding back. You know what I mean? I think that like if you've ever um, friends out there, maybe you've had this, if you've ever lost somebody in your, in your life um, and you see how your partner responds or you see how they care for you or don't care for you in some cases, then that affects your level of trust for them. Or you um, financially, you see how they handle money then you might be able to like, okay, well, maybe we can build towards something in this area. And that's ultimately the goal that you have complete and total trust or how somebody cares for you when you're hurting or somebody cares for you when you're upset or in different seasons of life. How do they look after you and care about you when you have young children or when you have aging parents or something like that? How do you deal with those different, so those different circumstances? So I think that that's a, an area of um the depth of trust. Yep. So I think I think that that can affect how the relationship proceeds because a lot I, w- I would say um and I'd like your input on this divorces mm-hmm. fundamentally are somewhere along a breakdown of trust. I no longer trust you with my heart. I no longer trust you with my future. I don't trust you to be faithful. I don't trust you with my finances. I don't trust you in parenting. Somewhere in there, there's a, I don't really believe that we can make this work. So I don't fundamentally trust you in some area, in some way, some foundational way. This isn't going to work because of this thing. And I think that that's a, that's a hard thing to recover too is yeah, trust. Trust is hard. Um, if if somebody is down and they're not handled properly, that's a hard thing to to get to get back. Yeah. Um so I think that trust is ultimately I would say probably the foundation of us of a good relationship. And if there are some signs prior to marriage mm-hmm. that there's gonna be some trust issues, then that's something that should be like, in my mind at least, that's a red flag. Like, hmm, it doesn't mean don't be with this person, but that definitely means, okay, I need to keep my ears and eyes open. I need to think through this. I need to 
you know, process this a little bit deeper, right. more than just like, well, I love them. Cause like the old song, what's love got to do with it? Come on now. You know? So, uh, I mean, you can love somebody and it doesn't mean that this is like, this is who the one. Right. Cause you know, your emotions can lead you down some really dark paths and can connect you to some of the wrong people just because they make you feel good. Right. It might be another session. But it might I'm be. Just, it might I'm be. Just that saying. was good. You was on it. I'm just saying. It. So what do y'all think out there? Trust. Trust. How foundational really is trust? Were there any red flags in your relationship or relationships you had prior to marriage where you were like, oh, I saw this little thing and I'm glad that I paid attention. Or you know what? We had to work through something in our marriage because we didn't really have that great solid foundation of of trust. Let us know. Contact us. Holler at us. Tell us how you've made it through that, how you've processed that, how you worked through that. Info at Fused Marriages. Dot com. I also think, um, Michael, that trust should be an ongoing, like you were saying, ongoing with each level of yeah. relationship. It's a deeper level of trust. What are you, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, I think it like it, it can take, you know, I hear couples all the time that we, you know, we kind of get mentored by like, you know, they're still building their relationship and discovering one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I heard in, in David and Tamla Mann's book, maybe doing an interview, I can't remember which one, whatever, but Basically, like, you know, they're still like, you know, discovering and learning about one another and trying to figure each other out. And like, you know, I mean, we're changing. Right. So, I mean, I got to trust you enough, you know what, as I change that you're still going to love me, you know, in a way that I need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, so just us, to, you know, trying to d- d- discover that. Right. And kind of that it's an ongoing process of really just really trying to understand how we're going to grow and like really get beyond the myth. Right. Of saying, OK, day one. I'm going to trust you 100%. You're going to know everything about me, and it's always going to be that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that's an important point that, you know, we grow in this thing. As yeah. the, as the yeah. relationship grows, we grow, yeah. and our roots get a little bit deeper. It's kind of like that tree, you know. Yeah. As, as the relationship continues to go up, our roots have to continue to go down. Our yeah. foundation has to Speak continue to continue to move forward and grow and expand so that we can maintain that Mm -hmm. height, you know? So I think that's good stuff. Myths about marriage, major stuff happening. We want to see you successful. So thank you all for joining us. Make sure that you connect with us. Let us know. We want to know your thoughts. We want to know how you're progressing, how you're processing. Um, Hit us up on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website for more content and resources, fusedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.